stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. The 10 o'clock hour of William's House begins now, and it begins with one of the things that Aaron Rodgers said about the standard being the standard, but Romeo Dobbs' standard being different. Oh. And perhaps higher than it has been for other rookies. So, Tausch, uh, Jesse referenced my bickering buddies, and among the things that we have bickered, disagreed upon, debated, is your co-opting of Mike Tomlin's favorite phrase, the standard is the standard, which I didn't know was his, and you did. The standard is you the standard. Uh, in fairness, you didn't know that they print 3D houses, and you didn't believe me that they make 3D pancakes. So I think that maybe you should start believing when I tell you something. That's what you should start believing. Are we going to okay? play revisionist historian with the fact that you oh, were the one who said on the program, maybe someday they'll be, paint, well, they'll be printing 3D houses, and it was Josh DiMaggio who informed you that they have already done that. And it's fairly commonplace. No, I said they're doing. They're going to continue. It's going to continue no, on and on. No. Uh, right, check, the check the tape. Check the tape. Run the tape. Not right now, though, because we need to run the tape of Aaron Rodgers talking about the standard for Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs done a lot of really nice things, but I think the standard for him is not going to be maybe the standard for for a normal rookie that we've had here in the past, especially in the past, I don't know, four or five years, you know, because he's going to be expected to play uh, based on his performance so far in camp. So we got to hold him to uh, to a standard that I know he's capable of reaching. But he cares about it. He's a great kid. He's made some instinctual plays that are, you, know, you just can't really coach. Uh, there's plenty more to that there. Uh, oh, I feel like I've created a complete behemoth with this term standard. I, I I wish I could go back and not bring up the standard because it's been worn out. I, who love that quote, you have now, I'm going to have to go to my guy. Jesse, who's my guy again? The v- philosopher that I get a lot Bob of quotes Moore. from. Bob, Bob Moore. God, you, uh, you I appreciate to to him Bob so much Moore. you don't remember him. I'm going to have to talk to Bob about potentially getting me a new quote because between Wilde and Rogers now wearing out the word standard, he just said standard six times in a, what, 30-second clip? Uh, all right, if, if, if we could move past that one word. The fact that he says that he's t- going to play and that the standard has to be different so he's is, not going to sit him. Is that is not it, uh, a sign? Is that not an enormous shift from if you drop the ball, you're not going to be on the field. If I can't trust you, you're not going to be on the field. Is that not a 
major paradigm shift from the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I again, I don't think, I think as we said last week when he came out with those comments, he was running hot. He's frustrated that his offense is getting the tail kicked by both the New Orleans Saints defense and Green uh-huh. Bay's. Uh-huh. So his frustration level boiled. He's frustrated for numerous reasons, but all I all I think all I tried to say last week was he wants these he sees something he wants these guys to take that next step. That just being okay isn't going to be good enough because they're struggling now. Dobbs has proven he's he's had these splash plays. You can't expect whether it was Jordy Nelson do you remember when there were people that were calling for Devontae Adams to be cut? I do. I don't know if you were one of those no, guys. There I was plenty wasn't. of your there was plenty of your brethren. He's coming off the ankle injury season. He was thrown into the mix of uh, you know needing to step in for Jordy and uh, you know it just didn't it, nothing really went smoothly. And I remember people saying, "Boy, Jeff Janis should be ahead of Devontae Adams." And that's Hashtag. where you start thinking Janice over Adams. Yep, it was it was a Twitter thing. You, and you have to start thinking, all right, that's just insanity. And in the same respect, Romeo Dobbs not playing because Aaron Rodgers, what he's trying to say last week was you need to pick yourself up because we have big expectations for you. I think Aaron, as most of the time, you think back, you kind of reflect, you show empathy, which he's – Really worked hard on getting more empathy, and I think he understands the situation. He let the temperature in the room cool a little bit, and now I think understands where this football team is and knowing that Romeo Dobbs needs to be a big part of it. That's where I said coaching comes into play, getting him in positions that he's going to be successful to build more and more confidence so that you can continue to sprinkle more stuff in as the season unfolds. That's where we're at with this team right now, and I think Aaron understands that. I just think he let emotion get the better of him when he was saying, sit him out then, get him out. That's not realistic. Who are you putting in? Okay, so so I'm glad you said that. Because we also talked about how it was messaging and sending a message. He wasn't, I think you said that day, he's not talking to you guys. He's talking to Amari Rogers and Romeo Dobbs. So if you let emotion get the best of you and you send a message that is harsher than you would have normally intended it, is that where some of the other things he talked about yesterday, which... uh, you can read in the Wisconsin State Journal this morning, um, where he talks about sitting down with Romeo and getting to know him more and finding out where he came from and his life and everything else. I could have done that. Could have done that in May. Well, some might say. <laughs> some might have said that. Actually, uh, is that is that his way? Like, I have a former colleague who we love. That is one of the all-time great journalists in the history of Wisconsin sports. Oatsy. Tom Oates. I'm not going to name any names. Okay. Is he the Goatsy? This this person, apologizing is not really in his DNA. Oatsy's not an apology guy? I'm not. I I didn't say it was him. 
I'm just talking in, about a person who will be named never. But okay. you knew when they felt bad, this person, about maybe how they had treated you or spoken to you, because then like they would go, come around, they would overcorrect. And they would be much friendlier. Everyone has this person in their life, I think. And they don't just say, I'm sorry. They never, you never actually get the, I'm sorry. You get the, a lot more kindness than you had been before. And I'm wondering if that's what Aaron Rodgers did here. Like, he's not going to go out and say, I'm sorry that I said that I got emotional and I shouldn't have said that. But I'm going to sit down at lunch with you and listen to your life story. And, hey, let me, you know, let me buy you some beef, broccoli, and brown rice like you're uh, having. But it's free. It's in the commissary. But, like, I'm just wondering if this is his way of saying, you know what? I, I got carried away. My bad. Without actually saying, my bad. Yeah, I all I'm thinking about is Oatsy and what he was doing to you. Is he is that when he bought you all those Krispy Kreme donuts and you ate all of those them? Those were free in the press box. I didn't say it was Oatsy. You did. No, uh, I think when you, when you look back at it, I think we all get run a little hot from time to time. I think Aaron's point still was very valid in how he right. – it was just he was so blunt and, again – one of the things that the old media does is takes a couple of words and will pound that home. And, Jason, you got hung up on and really upset by, well, he ain't playing then. That is what upset you. Because that's and what he said. That, those are the I words understand he said. That. I understand that. But, don't say things you don't mean. Well, that's real easy for you to say. I'm sure you've never do, done do you, anything like that. Tell the truth. You've known me for 22 years. Do you feel like there's been many instances where I've said something I didn't mean? I've, I think it's happened. I don't think you're completely absolved. I didn't say I was, infa- I didn't say I was infallible. I'm saying mo- very, very, very rarely. I would say Aaron Rodgers is in the same camp as you. I don't think he's said numerous times. Great to have him in now, the group. Maybe there's exonerated. All right, you're mentioning Braun. You can mention COVID. You can, I mean, you can start going through a list. He gets asked a million more questions, and no offense, a million more people care what he says than you. That's just the reality. I'm okay with of that. The I'm not offended. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I, I think he said he. There's a reason that they force the media to not come in till ten or fifteen minutes after a game. Cooling off. Period. You want to let. You want to let things settle so people can have, because you know you're going to mince and take words and use them the way you want. Which is, you're right. He said it. I would think that if he had to look back, he would not change the standard being the standard. That in essence of what he was saying. Yeah, he never said that. I think he would backtrack and say, "I shouldn't have said we won't play you." I think he would. I think he was frustrated in the fact that the New Orleans Saints came in here and beat the heck out of him, and that the offense hadn't won since the first day of training camp. Mm-hmm. And I think emotions bubbled over when he threw the great pass that wasn't caught by Dobbs, and I think he had enough, and he let it go. And, yes, I do think if he was the apologetic type, he would come back and say, I shouldn't have said that. That's what I think would have happened. Uh, very well said, my friend. Uh, I just want to clarify something. Did you say that I was parsing words that he literally said? 
Like, there's no parsing to if you drop the ball, you're not going to play. If I don't trust you, you're not going to play, right? Like, I'm not, I'm actually doing the opposite of parsing them. I'm holding him accountable for literally saying those things. I'm not parsing them and interpreting them. Okay. Uh, We need to play trivia. You need to tell people how much you love Tito's. Those are both going to happen in the next couple of seconds. First trivia, Jesse, what's today's category and which caller would you like? Oh, it's that time of year. We're getting back into the swing of the football season. Is the Badgers outsider on today? He's not on today. Oh. Next week he'll be in. Pirate though. talk? No, is that's also talk? next week. Arr! Gosh, next week's going to be a fun week. Uh, today is Badgers Trivia Tuesday, uh, our first of the year. Badgers Trivia Tuesday. All right. Uh, well, we can't do Braylon Allen's number. I'll tell you what, that Badgers defense. Defense looks good. Looks real good. Oh, did you go to practice? I did. Uh, the offense, um, we got a little ways to go. That defense, it is amazing. The expectation, because the standard is the standard with Jimmy Leonard, there ain't going to be any drop-off as far as Jimmy Leonard has to go. Just FYI, oh boy. Uh, I'm... I'm really regretting using standard as the standard. It's just it, you're wearing it out, and then he uses it himself. Uh, caller ten right now. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Caller ten to play Wilde and Tausch trivia, and I gave caller ten because when it comes to Tito's vodka, Tausch gives it ten out of ten. I always do Tito's handmade vodka. It is America's original. Craft vodka. 1995, what a year. Jason was covering DeForest Track. I was graduating high school. Tito Beverage, he built his very own distillery down in Austin, Texas, and he's won unanimous Judge's Choice Double Gold Medals, both at the World Spirits Competition. He's got the Chairman's Trophy for World's Best Vodka Tonic, amongst many others. Tito's Handmade Vodka, it's still made on the same land down in Austin. Distilled from corn and is certified gluten-free. Visit titosvodka.com. Again, it's beautiful. A beautiful golf weather. Go with the transfusion. Get the grape juice. Go with it. If you don't want that, visit titosvodka.com for other recipes, videos, and to learn more. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Caller 10 right now, 844-770-3776. Trivia is next. It's Will D. and